Hello, hello, everybody. How are you? Good afternoon, good evening, good morning from whichever part of the world you are listening to us from. My name is Dr. John Ugulu. I am the host of the Morale Booster with Dr. John Ugulu. So I hope you all are doing well. I hope it's a wonderful day for you. It's a great day for me here in Atlanta, Georgia, a bright day. But I always like to remind people that for as long as you can hear me speak, for as long as you can see me, for as long as you can breathe, you've got a gift of life. They say every day above ground is a blessed day. So I want you to be thankful for life. First of all, be thankful for life. Some people couldn't make it. Some people slept and couldn't wake up, but you are alive. So that's a blessing on its own. Great blessing. And today I have a great man of God who would be inspiring, motivating us, helping a lot of us go through these turbulent times that we're currently experiencing in the world, helping us transition from where we are to where we want to be. So uh, before I bring him on, I want you to please remember to like and share this broadcast. Like and share the broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. And for those of you who are just watching us for the very first time, uh, the program is called The Morale Booster. The Morale Booster is a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I always like to remind people that experience is the best teacher. That's why we bring in powerful guests, experienced guests who can share with us their life experiences, their business experiences that would help us move from where we are to where we want to be. And this program is currently being sponsored by Main Seed Consulting Group and our new sponsor, New Geeks. I'm sure you can see the hat I have on right now. It's newgeeks.com. Right, you can go visit the website right now, newgeeks.com, to see if there's any way this artificial intelligence uh, platform can add to your business growth. And for bookings, adverts, or sponsorship inquiries, I want you to please visit johnugulu.com, J-O-H-N-U-G-H-U-L-U.com. I know we're currently streaming on multiple platforms. We're streaming on Facebook. Right now, we're streaming live on YouTube. Right now, we're streaming on podcast. And uh, so many people across over 35 platforms are currently listening to us and can hear us speak, right? Because of what we do. I see all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so like and share this broadcast. So let's go straight to our guest for today. And this is our 117th episode, right? So our guest for today is Dr. David Spencer. Now, Dr. Spencer earned a PhD in philosophy of pastoral counseling. Um, he's an extended faculty member of International Seminary. He's also a certified um, Christian counselor. He's certified with the National Christian Counseling Association. He's a certified anger management instructor, right? He has authored three self-published books. 
He's a senior pastor with over three decades. I love to, I don't like to say 30 years. I like to say three decades. So, you know, <laughs> you know, with over three decades of experience as a pastor, he's a musician, a singer, a songwriter, and a, and a guitarist. He's a, a husband, a father, grandfather, and great-grandfather. And this great man, this powerful man, lives in West Fairhaven in Massachusetts. He's also a certified Les Brown speaker. For those of you who don't know Les Brown, Les Brown is one of the world's greatest motivational speaker. We call him the legend of motivation. He's also a certified John Maxwell team member. Bob Proctor, thinking into result. Bob Proctor, may his soul rest in peace. So this man has had the opportunity of learning, tapping, knowledge, and wisdom in addition to that which he was given by God from this great man. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to join me as I welcome to the stage this great man of God, this great man of influence, this great man of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, no other person but Dr. David A. Spencer. Thank you so much, sir, for joining this program. Welcome, oh, such, welcome. Such a pleasure. And I want to thank you uh, for inviting me. Uh, great platform. You're a good man. I've listened to a lot of the podcasts and so you Thumbs up. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. We really do appreciate you for, you know, taking time out of your busy schedule to, you know, coming on this program. It means a whole lot to us. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. So now I see you, you, you have been in the ministry for over uh, three decades now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So can you please share with us, how, how has that been for you? Are you still... Are you still in that area? Yes, uh, I'm still pastoring and uh, I have a few people. I've uh, been in the ministry 30, 30, yeah, 30 plus years. My background, of course, I've been a professional musician and off-Broadway musicals and recording artists, but I've come from the streets. So, you know, that whole music thing, you know, in the right. late 60s, early 70s, sex, drugs, rock and roll, and all that. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's still a journey. Great, great. So so how did that calling, how, how did you step into that calling? How did you identify that purpose in your life? Well, uh, when I was 16 years old, you know, I kind of just walked out of school. It was... 1969 and everything was crazy. Vietnam War, Watergate, Kent State, Black Panthers, the hippie movement, British invasion, you know, the Native Americans were protesting, a lot going on. I was a young kid, so I just wanted to play music. So I left school and I started going up, going for it, you know. I ended up doing pretty good, you know, traveling around the world, playing with some major bands and things like that. But it got to a point where, uh, you know, I had a child who wasn't married, had a child. And uh, I just I just got to the point where it's like 17 years of bad choices after that. You know, right. I thought it was going to be, you know, it, oh, you go play music. Yeah, everything's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is for a little while, but yeah. a lot of musicians don't understand. When right. you play a certain level, you can be friends in a band together and we won't play. But when you get professional, it's a job. You know, right. you get hired, you get a, a 1099, things like that. Right. So uh, I got to that point where I said, you know, I'm sick of me. I just got so fed up with the life that 
the Lord gave me that I messed up. And so I was ready to commit suicide. You know, I was sitting wow. in a one-bedroom apartment with a razor blade and a rag on my leg. And I said, I'm out. I said, I'm just tired of being a drug dealer, trying to tired of it all. So uh, actually, I went to the window, right? Because I had like an ounce of cocaine on the couch beside me. And I went to the window and I said, you got to help me. I said, if you're real, I said, help me because this is crazy. I'd go back to the couch and you know who was on the couch with the cocaine? The devil. Wow. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. And he said, just have another hit. <laughs> but, you know, you get so depressed that you can't get high. You know, it gets it when you really. So I felt like the Lord called me that day. And uh, I heard him say, do you want to trade places? Just like that in my spirit. And I said, yes. I said, I do. Because I don't want to live no more. So you right. might as well take me. or <laughs> do whatever wow. you want. So wow. I gave my life to the Lord that time. And, uh. And then the journey began, a great journey. I, I look back and I praise God for all the countries I've been able to preach in and the jungles of Malaysia and Ghana and Europe, London, uh, Israel. You know, God's been really good to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine, you know, considering where you have been through, mm. you know, what life has life has uh, put you through. Mm -hmm. Now, there, there, there are so many young kids out there right now mm. who are at that point where they feel, you know, those bad choices mm -hmm. are cool choices. Mm -hmm. What's your advice for any of them right now who's listening, especially those teenagers and, and, and the young adults who still haven't been able to overcome those youthful exuberance. Mm -hmm. What's your advice for them? Well, after I got born again, I ended up getting a job in a juvenile detention center. So this wow. question is great. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and then I've worked in adult prisons also as a counselor and a clinician. Yeah. But uh, I have just put together a program, matter of fact, called Boys to Men. Because, oh. yeah, my heart was like, boy, there's so many young young brothers, you know, mostly in the hood, you know what I mean? And right. in our culture that the dads aren't there. So the mothers are working, they're trying hard to keep things going, but they don't have that male voice to uh, encourage and let the kids know that you are somebody, you know, just right. hang on to the, to the mess. I don't care where you live. God made you and you're here on, on assignment. You just don't know it yet. So... You know, through through that program that I have, I kind of walk them through, help them discover their gift and then just encourage them to go forward and do all I can to help them. And this way here is helping the moms, too, you know, because they know that there's a, a man of God who in my programs are always based on the word of God, the principles in the word of God. So they're getting moral. They're getting ethics. You know what I mean? And yes. they're just growing strong, confident with self-discipline and knowing that they are somebody and they're going to be somebody. So that's that's what I basically do. And I'll tell you, I got even till this day, I have a youth that were back then, this is 35 years ago, that I still see them to this day. Some of them are millionaires now. Some of them have their own businesses. And it's amazing to, you know, I go over their house when they call, have dinner with their families. Now they got families and they're doing so good. And I, I almost want to weep. Even talking to you now, it's just to see what God has done when, when somebody says yes. And then when you have somebody that'll say, you can do it, yes. you can do it. You have to have somebody, a mentor, a coach, somebody behind you to just, you can do it. You know, so that's wow, 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 wow. And, and, and the, the, the thing is, 
sometimes <clears throat> these people they tend to listen mm. at one point mm. and after a while just like what you said that temptation comes in mm. and they want to go back there yeah mm. so how can they break out completely from from this well uh, you know, when I worked in the prison, I used to tell the brothers there because I do one-on-one, -on -one. even okay. with the youth. I've worked in, in charter schools as a counselor. You can't coach a group of kids. <laughs> it's just not happening. <laughs> the girls, the guys. <laughs> but once you get them one-on-one, -on -one, they open up. And I used to tell the inmates, I said, listen, brother, it's all about where you hang and who you hang with. If you can change those two things, you can make it. Right. You can't go back. You can't go back to where you were. You know, they go to the joint, they get cleaned out, detoxed, you know, no cigarettes, you know, all that. But when they get out, they go right back. You know, even now I have a ministry for 35 years in Boston called Freedom Ministries. And we transport mothers of incarcerated youth all over the state of Massachusetts for free just to be that hand of God reaching out and encouraging and helping connect the mothers back with the kids. Now, these kids have committed heinous crimes. They, these, these kids are no joke, but they're so grateful. I remember one kid asked me one day, he says, hey, mister, he says, why do you do this? I said, because you need your mother, bro. I said, you need to have contact. He just started crying, you know, and I did too. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, so it's environment and relationship. That's the key and having a mentor. Right. Environment, relationship, mm -hmm. and having a mentor. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. And, and you said something that, you know, resonates with me. You said it's always ideal to give kids or teenagers or young adults one-on-one -on -one coaching rather than group coaching, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to life goals and purpose. Right. I, 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 I think I completely agree with you on that because um, when I when I speak at schools it could be a, a room full you know full of maybe children teenagers probably only two or three people would pay attention the rest are busy you know doing something else and, <laughs> and I completely agree with you on this you know but because we're already used to the fact that we only need just one person to listen to us that's right. you know we just keep going and going and going and and I thank you that's that's something for the coaches out there to also learn if you are a coach and you're listening to us right now if you coach kids this is something you should take into consideration, right. right? So coaching kids is completely different from coaching adults. That's, mm -hmm. that's what you just said. Am I correct? Yeah, you're correct. And uh, you've got to, you know, they're not going to open up to you until they can trust you. Yes. And, uh, and, and it's really not hard. Once, if, you, if you talk their language. Now, don't forget, I was brought up in the streets. So I know the language. I know the, my dissertation I did on recidivism for prison, you know, to stop the reentry. And I started a reentry program also. But yeah, it's so true. They are, uh, like you just said, you've experienced it. You're in a crowd of kids. They're not going to listen to you. <laughs> but one on one, and they, they see that you care. See, because people don't care how much you know until right. they know how much you care. Right. Once they see that you care, they start to open up. Even adults in the prisons, they, they won't open up right away. But once they know that you know, you're not going to throw them under the bus. You're not going to, you know, 
tell on them and things like that. It's like, open up, bro. I used to tell them, listen, you can tell me anything. It's not going to go any farther because by law, as an ordained man, minister, I can't say anything. Yes. Except if you murder somebody, don't tell me because yeah. then I got to tell on you. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I completely agree with you on that. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, let's let's go to your books. Okay. Uh, I know with your experience, you've written down so many so many things on paper that would help a lot of us who are still coming up, a lot of people out there who are still coming up to move from where they are to where they want to be. Can you please share with us um, your most recent book? Do you have a copy with you there? I do. And I also have a, a program called Man to Man. Oh, okay. Else. Oh, yeah. This book here. So you want to be in the ministry. <laughs> yeah, so you want to be in the ministry, okay? Things you need to know before you accept your assignment, all right? Okay. So this, I wrote this book because uh, this generation has grown up on TV, TV yeah. evangelism, TV preachers. They haven't, you know, they think it's all limelight and all blessings and all just, you know, it's going to be easy. But I remember Bishop Jakes, I'm ordained with Bishop Jakes. And one time he said, he said, you know, people come up to me and they say, wow, boy, this is phenomenal. I, I'd love to have this. Lay hands on me, Bishop. Will you pray for me? He said, you don't want this. He said, you can't handle this. You think it's all fun and games because you see Sunday morning? How about Sunday night when somebody presses charges or try to get a lawsuit against you <laughs> and all kind of things and, the, and yeah. the stress that comes with it? So I wrote the book to help them understand that, listen, there's going to be things going to happen that you don't learn in Bible school. Right. You only learn how to swim by jumping in the water. And when you do, you need an older brother who's been through it that can guide you, that you can call and say, look, man, I'm going through, this person's trying to split my church or whatever. And you can have somebody there that's been through church splits and, and all, all of that to help them. So that's that's why I wrote it. And, you know, during COVID, it was uh, really, God put on my heart and he said, Dave, I want you to, to reach out now and start a coaching business because my children are not being allowed to go to church. Oh. Remember, they shut down the churches and everything. And so my heart was bleeding. And I said, okay, it's okay, Father. You know, I said, Holy Ghost, how do you want me to go about it? So he directed me, and um, I started this pro, uh, coaching program. Uh, I went and got my certifications, you know, with Brother Les and John Maxwell, Bob Proctor, Anger Management, and, uh, and now I'm also DISC certified, you know, personality uh, behavior so that I, all it comes together. So when my clients call uh, and if they want to invest in themselves, they get the DISC first so that they can understand how God wired them and I can understand them and how to coach them properly because now you know the personality. So that's basically that. And then, and then this book here, so that one's called So You Want to Be in the Ministry. Yes. This is a companion to it. It's called What Did You Say? Wow. <laughs> you know, it says it's not what you say, but why, when, and how you say it. Okay, so what did you say? What did you say? Okay, now let's let's um, just give me one second. Now, for those because people are what are listening via podcast, they can't see us, right? Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you who are watching via Facebook or YouTube, yes, the first book is "So You Want to Be in the Ministry." It's by Doctor David Spencer. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the second one is, what did you say? Mm-hmm. For those of you on podcast, what did you say? I want you to go and purchase these books right now. Mm-hmm. What did you say? So mm-hmm. um, now I've got a question for you. You talked about um, having a program for men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I was speaking to a brother, a friend, you know, some time ago. I, w- I was telling him that uh, I've noticed that when you bring anything related to personal development or, you know, things like that to a lot of men, mm. they don't answer. They don't want to respond. They don't want to be part of it. You know, only a few. Because people were complaining that, look, brother, you only bring women to your show. You only bring women to your show. Mm. Then I told him, I said, look, what I do, I reach out to everybody. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that the men, they overanalyze right, right. and they don't follow through. Yeah. They're not interested for as long as it's not, let's go work and make money. They're mm. not interested. But these women... Mm-hmm. Are in these women are not joking when it comes to personal development. They they are out there. Mm-hmm. That's why you see more women. And he just said something. He said he also noticed it. Mm-hmm. So what's what what's your program doing to help men get back well, their drive, their mm-hmm. drive well, growth? You know, it's for women and men, but I use to begin with. My anger management program is where they come in because men get angry, you know. Yeah. Uh, women stress out, men get angry. Or oh, they yes. say kids, juveniles get angry, men get frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, I, I have them come in. And again, once they get to know you, it's it's uh, it's amazing. And, you know, I've had guys, listen, I've had guys in the street look at me and say, hey, didn't you live at the hotel down the street? You know, they're talking about prison. <laughs> no, brother. I said, I worked there, but I didn't live there. You know? And then they said, oh, praise the Lord. You know, see you later. But that's what you got to do. Guys got to know that you you won't throw them under the bus, that you care and uh, that you trust them. You've got to develop that trust. And once they know that, you know, they, they'll open up. And I, I would encourage you sisters, you know, let your husbands or whoever know, your baby's daddy, whatever, that, you know, there's a person here that will help them, help them. And uh, like I said, I'm a grandfather. My oldest daughter is like 50 years old. She just, listen, she just graduated from Harvard with a doctor's degree and she grew in the projects. Wow, (laughs) wow, wow, wow. And and the same, yeah, praise the Lord. And the same with my PhD. I had left school, like I said earlier. So I went to night school. So I got my PhD from a GED. You know, and that's one of my keynote speeches. You know, yeah, from GED to PhD, awesome. And so the brothers, when they know that you've been through some stuff, even the businessmen, the businessmen, because life is life, you know. So I don't, I don't get really into much of the business. Although, you know, this this book I use for teaching a public speaking, right? Okay. And the other one I use for for leadership development, you know, because again, you want to be in the ministry. The word ministry just means service. Right. You want to be in service. So uh, 
the brothers, they, you know, they, they got to know that you're not in it for the money. They got to you know, even though, you know, they got to invest in it and you don't have no skin in the game. You're not going right, to right, right, they won't right, right. <laughs> I'll tell you a little story. One time, this, I learned this the hard way, but I use workbooks. And so, you know, for a little while, the guys would come, you know, they'd put their deposit down. Then I'd give them the workbook. They never came back. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the challenge. They that's had the book. <laughs> they that's had the book. <laughs> but that's really, I, I mean, state troopers, uh, government officials, you know, state of Massachusetts, the White House, I have citations from all of them for work I've done in this city and with the police department. And just, they got to know that, first of all, you care. And they got to know you've been through some stuff. Right. Okay, because I, I'm not sitting under anybody who hasn't been through any stuff. When I first got saved, the 700 Club sent me to a church in Cape Cod, and I knocked on the door, and the first thing I said, I said, you ever been in trouble? <laughs> I said, you ever done drugs? Have you ever been in a fight? You know, he said, yeah, I was a hippie. I said, okay, I can sit under you. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I'm not wow. anybody who ain't been through nothing, man. That, that's, some, that's, some, that's some lesson I just learned from, from, from you right now, and, and that, that's the essence of this program, mm. you know, giving back through coaching and mentoring you just coached me on something and mm -hmm. and uh, for those who are just listening or rather who are listening to us or watching us please do us this favor share this broadcast because there's definitely somebody on your contact list who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message mm -hmm. there's certainly somebody who has made up his or her mind a few minutes ago saying that he or she would go and take their lives, will go and commit suicide because they feel life is over. They have made up their mind a few minutes ago that they will do it in, a few, in the next few minutes. All you can do right now is share this broadcast so they can see this message, listen to this message, and know that hope is not lost. Am I correct? Um, All right. Michael? And, you know, my program, the name of it is called Kingdom Mindset Development. Okay. So it's a Christ-centered counseling, coaching, and mentorship program designed with people in mind. And uh, my tagline is, let's talk about it, because that's how I coach. It's like, okay, what's going on? Let's talk about it, because all your coaching is going to come from the Word of God. Right. Because I'm very good with the practical and applicable, breaking down the Word of God so that it's like, oh, I get it now, and I'm a kingdom believer. So I teach as an ambassador for Christ. I come and I teach them about the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. About graduating from, you know, the Bible talks about the tabernacle and you had the outer court. Right. You get saved and they come in there and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Then the inner court, that's like worship. They come in and worship and slow down. But very few go into the holy of holies. Mm. That's where the, the king is. Amen. Mm. Our king. Amen. And then you and it takes a whole different mindset. To right. be a kingdom believer. And, and, and the purpose is to live a kingdom lifestyle on earth. You can do it with all the benefits of the kingdom. All the things like the Lord said, asking you shall receive. All these principles that are available if you go a little deeper or have a coach who can take you there. So, you know, no matter what it is, boys to men, man to man, uh, coaching for public speaking, all of it is based on the word of God. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> amen. Amen. Yes. Yeah, someone asked, what is the name again? So, uh, hi, Beverly. Um, okay. So he said he has a program called the Kingdom Mindset Development mm -hmm. Program. 
And you can go to drdavidspencer.com or coachdavidspencer.com. And the website's there and there's information that you can go through and check me out. I want you to check me out. Right, 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 right. Don't take that's for granted. Matter of fact, the Lord said, test the spirits. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> and and uh, those who are listening via podcast, the website is drdavidspencer.com. Mm -hmm. drdavidspencer.com. Yeah, no periods. Right. Yes, mm -hmm. no periods. drdavidspencer.com. Dr. David Spencer. Dot com. I want you to go to that website right now. Yes, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the first thing you're going to see on the website is my phone number. Don't be don't wait to call. You call. We'll talk because I give a free 30 minute consultation with anybody who calls anyway right. to see if you are a good fit for my program or if I want to work with you. Right. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Great. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. And I know so many people right now have been blessed mm. simply by what we've heard from you Hallelujah. so now um you know we're just recovering from the pandemic mm -hmm. and um right now we're hearing about the the crisis in europe mm -hmm. the ukraine and russia crisis mm -hmm. and basically a lot of people or rather, the, the, the level of depression globally has increased. Mm -hmm. The level of anxiety globally has increased. Mm -hmm. Even the level of domestic violence and hunger has increased in the world generally. And, and, and as a counselor, mm -hmm. can you please share with us what people need to do to overcome these challenges right now, those who are going through all these challenges? Okay. First thing, you got to get born again, okay? Because you don't have access to nothing in the Bible unless you were born again, okay? You have to have your spirit renewed. You have to become a new creature in Christ. Now, when you could become a kingdom believer, I'm going to give you some of what I teach now. Listen, you're no longer a part of this world. This is the mindset. The Bible says old things have passed away. All things become new. And so once you know that and you start to read the constitution of the kingdom, which is the Bible, and you start to look like at the end, of, like Matthew 24, 25, all this is predicted. It's all predicted. So what you do, what my purpose is, not to pray for the world, because the Bible says it's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. But for the people, for the people, Jesus came to seek and save the lost. So our concern is, listen, let me help you. Let me tell you, there is a way. There is help. But it's going to cost. Your salvation's free. Jesus you know, he took that hit for us. But after that, you've got to work at it. You've got to learn about the kingdom and, you, and the angels that you have authority over the angels. Now you have uh, uh, all kind of uh, the word of God. You have all that to, to defend and to help people with, to get them out of that mindset, because that's what it is. And I know it's a, it's a very real thing to be uh, in, in a situation like uh, what's going on in, in uh, Russia and all. And with my people in my church, we pray because, you know something, there's a lot of those people in the military, they don't want to be there hurting people. Yes. You know, they don't, they don't want to do that, but they, they got up because they don't know any better or they're afraid to stand up or it's money to eat with. And so uh, I saw a picture of, of about 
50 people in Croatia, right? And um, they were all in the middle of a, a, the town on their knees praying. I said, now, that's going to get God's attention. Amen? Amen. So, so the thing is, you've got, to, you've got to have that kingdom connection. You've got to be able to understand. You know, the Bible says that we are a, a royal priesthood, a chosen nation, royal priesthood, uh, peculiar people. And it goes on to say that we are aliens on this earth. This is right. not our home. Right. right. And when you really live that way, man, there's no problems. There's no problems. It's just you have your challenges, right? And then you have the Holy Ghost telling you, do this, do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Sure. You develop that deep relationship through prayer and through, again, like a pa I'm a pastor. I have pastors like Bishop Jakes, Dr. John Tetsola from Nigeria. He's, he's one of my spiritual father, too. So a pastor has to have a pastor. A coach needs to have a coach. Right. Right. So that's that's what I was saying. You know, the best advice I can give you is to really call out to God. And I know a lot of people are doing it because most people don't call on him until they hit bottom. True. <laughs> I, <did it. laughs> I completely agree with you on that. And, mm -hmm. and thank you so much for sharing these wonderful tips. And uh, please, once again, those who are watching their Facebook and YouTube and those on podcast, please remember to like and share this broadcast. We're not asking you to give money. We just want you to share this broadcast so that that person who really needs to hear the message would get it. That's all we're asking you. Just share. It's free. It won't cost you anything. So thank you so, so much, um, Dr. Spencer. Mm -hmm. Let's see. We have some questions here. Okay. Um, okay, not questions. These are just comments. Let's see. Yes, Beverly said, when you leave that way, you have no problems. The okay. Holy Spirit guides you. Yes, they, thank you. The so problems much. get converted. The, they get converted into challenges. It's right, so, a challenge right. I can deal with. <laughs> right, 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 right. And uh, let's just take a last one before we go. Let's see. Uh, let me pick that lot here. Let's take this. Okay, Shirley Brown Danzi said, "Trust is key." Yes, yes. Trust, trust is key. Trust is There's key. No other way to be happy <laughs> in Jesus but to trust and obey. Matter of fact, let me ask you this: When the Lord tells you to jump, what do you say? How high? No, you just <laughs> jump. <laughs> Throw wings on the way down. That's faith. That's what you got to trust them. When If you put your child, say, two or three years old, and you put them on the refrigerator, and you tell them, jump, they just jump because they, they trust you. Yes. They trust you. Yes. And we have to have that kind of intimacy and trust in our Lord because of what he did for us. Right. That we just do what he says. It takes a while to get there. Don't get me wrong. This is why you need pastors and coaches and the fivefold ministry. Our job is written in uh, Ephesians chapter four. And my assignment on earth is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Wow. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, that, uh, before we go, I would want you to just give some words of encouragement to that man or that woman yeah. who feels um, they've not been able to find their purpose in life mm -hmm. and they feel it's already too late for them. Mm -hmm. Just just share some words of encouragement with 
those people, please, before okay. for one minute. You know, I teach this. You have to understand the difference between spirit, soul, and body. When you, when you understand that, so you're down and out. We all get there. That's part of life. You need to get alone somewhere. Even if you're on the hood and on, on, on the steps on a stoop in the, in the middle of the city, your mind, you have to get your mind to say, I can, I can make it. There's more. And you need to get in touch with the Lord by his spirit, right? But once you understand the difference between your body, which you travel in on earth, that's it. It's just a car. We go to the hospital like you take a car to the garage and get new parts when they wear out. <laughs> you just go, your body's not safe. But your soul, man, now that's your mind, will, and emotions. And so you have to deal with yourself. That's why the Bible says you have to have self-control. So your problem, I'm going to tell you where your problem is right now. Your problem is the man in the mirror. Just like Michael Jackson said, the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. You got to get in your mirror and talk to yourself. The Bible said David talked to himself when his boys were going to kill him. They were going to kill him in Ziklag because he had went to war and then he came back with, with the brothers and somebody had raided their camp, took their wife and kids. So them brothers who were the 400 distraught, discontent and in debt, they were thugs. They were thugs. David was a thug. And they said to him, we're going to kill you. We're going to kill you. And so the Bible said David walked away and he talked to himself. Why so downcast, oh, my soul? See, the soul man. Why so downcast? He, the, the spirit man's talking to the soul man. You get that revelation, pff, life's a breeze. Life's a breeze. You'll be all set. But in order to do that, you need to be taught that. So, you know, give me a call. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. True, true. Thank you so much. That was powerful, mm. powerful, powerful message. Thank you so much, Dr. Spencer. And uh, I, want, I want the people out there to understand that no matter what challenges you're going through, for as long as you have life, mm -hmm. for as long as you can breathe, it means you still have a purpose to fulfill in life. Nice. All right? So all you need right now are quality people, mm. people with positive minds, people who would help you build on what you have been blessed with naturally. And that's where Dr. Spencer comes in. Mm. Uh, you can contact him on Facebook. Um, Dr. Spencer, are you on Instagram? No, no, no. I'm going to be 69, so I have to ask my grandkids <laughs> how to do all this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, but you are on Facebook, right? Yes. 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 So, if you are feeling down in any way, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, be you a man, a woman, right. a, a, a teenager, a young adult, just go on Facebook and mm -hmm. add Dr. Spencer on, you know, just add him on Facebook, follow him, send him a message. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just ask him the simple question. How can you help me? Period. Right. right. Or just say, I need help. Yeah. And the women too, you know, what's nice now about virtual, you know, what you're, you're taught when you're a pastor, you don't be in the room alone with a woman. Okay. Just oh, because okay. the soul man, he's got his own mind. <laughs> you, you know, so with the virtual, it's clean it's good you don't have to worry some husbands might be saying my wife's going through hell she could use some some encouragement and some counsel don't be afraid to give me a call 
I can't wow. answer. I'll never meet her, but through Zoom, we can help. Yeah, thank God for technology. You know, the world is a is a global village right now. Mm -hmm. So you can do all these things virtually. All right. So go follow Dr. David Spencer right now on Facebook. Dr. David Spencer, he's a kingdom believer. He has the magic. He's a vessel that can help you transition from where you are to where you want to be in your life. All right, so send him a message right now. Just say, I need help, and he'll come to your rescue. <laughs> you know what Peter said when Peter was thinking, uh, help? Yes. Help. Yes, yes, that's great. So thank you so much, sir. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for all the beautiful comments. I see all the wonderful comments. Uh, we would respond to all those comments. And for those of you who are just joining, don't worry, you can watch the replay. It's all right. Thank God for technology. Watch the replay and just type hashtag replay when commenting. That way we would know how to respond to your message. Thank you, everybody. It's been a wonderful pleasure, you know, learning from uh, Dr. Spencer. You know, I've learned a lot of things. Okay, you have something to say? Yes. Before you close, I'd like to pray for you and your audience. Thank you, sir. Can I now? Yes, go ahead, sir. Father, we thank you so much for this divine appointment. We know, Lord, that you put this time together. And everybody who's heard, Lord, I pray that the seeds that have been dropped into their spirit fell into good soil, moist soil, so that they can germinate. Thank you for my brother John and the work he's doing. Bless his ministry as he goes global. And Lord, we give you praise for whatever you're going to do with the seeds that have been planted. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, my brother. All right. Take care of yourself. God bless. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.